Welcome to another episode of Set in Horror. I'm your host, as always, Chris Pagnozzi. This episode is Megan Davis, and we uh, we talk about her recent experience on American Horror Story, Apocalypse. Enjoy. I think everyone just thinks about, you know, what they can do. Like, I'm doing a play right now, and we had a whole meeting about, like, what could we do? And so we That's decided nice. to donate portion of ticket sales and then make it like a drop-off point so anyone could bring blankets and canned food and anything like that and you know we would make sure that that got to the right places and we would bring stuff so I mean it's I think in moments like that everyone just thinks like what what can I do sure besides just sit here and and you know watch everything that's happening right everyone wants to be actively involved in, in trying to help and I thought Airbnb did a cool thing of you know anyone that was affected by the fire could stay for free for however many you know that's super nice yeah that's mm-hmm. and I think the Rams are giving out all their tickets for the Monday night game which is like a really big game and I think most of the Rams organization was affected I'm pretty sure that they're traveling with a lot of people on staff because they don't have anywhere to go right wow Speaking of fires. Yeah, well, that's Chicago in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you've only been to, I mean, I don't know, aside from the, the time we met years ago at Second City, um, was Chicago a place that you had, had come to a lot or was that your one and only time? Um, I haven't actually been there a lot. My brother lived there. Oh, okay. So he lives in Wrigleyville. I love Chicago. It's yeah. more just, I, I have a hard time ever leaving LA, mm-hmm. um, especially because I do a lot of theater. And so, you know, as you know, that schedule, it's just yeah. difficult to leave. Yeah. But um, I love Chicago when I'm there and I'm a huge, huge, I don't know how you feel about this, so not to offend you, but <laughs> I'm a huge Cubs fan. I'm like a, I watch every game. I'm a Cubs fan. so. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that like is. I have the MLB pass. I watch every game. I've got all my jerseys. I've got like a cute shirt with Javi Baez on the front because <laughs> he's my favorite. He's amazing. Do you do you wear that stuff even at Dodgers games? Absolutely. <laughs> I go to every Dodgers Cubs game. Yeah, yeah and I too. wear that, and I'm the only one standing. I had a um, this is almost embarrassing, but I had a uh, jersey special made, mm-hmm. like a, an actual jersey with Madden on the back and Madden's number. Because I love him. That's not embarrassing at all. It's I know. you would be pretty devastated if if they let Madden go, huh? I would be. I, I have read all about that. You read all about it? Yeah, that's current well, gossip. I understand Don't believe in it. the sense of like, you know, it doesn't seem like things are working right now. So I understand mm-hmm. that if things aren't working, you know, you have to try and find Sure. Like a way to make it work. It's just I, I really love everything he does from the pajama onesies on the plane, yeah. you know, to, to the pizza party. So I'm, Fun I'm a guy. big fan. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. Um, but no, I wear all my Cubs stuff at every Dodgers game and I stand up and cheer every time the Cubs get a, a run and everyone looks at me. <laughs> I was going to say, how do, how do the people around you react to that? You know, they look a little askance, but here's the thing is that I, I, I'm very like fun loving when it comes to that. So I, I don't really try to fight me one. Like I'm more <laughs> just trying to yeah. camaraderie of the game. So yeah. I, I've never really gotten into a, an actual serious argument more than just, you know, friendly heckling. <laughs> that's what you hope everyone around you is feeling the same way. Totally. I try to give them high fives when the Cubs score. That doesn't go well. 
<laughs> no, I'm like, I, high five, no? Okay, that's I fine. I can't imagine it does. <laughs> so yeah. I want to jump in. Um, well, I, I do want to find out if you are a horror fan. Is this something you, you've always liked? Um, I am and I'm not in the sense that like, I love scary movies. I think mm-hmm. I'm, I love more psychological thrillers. Uh, I'm not a huge slasher movie fan. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess to me, it was, which, which is your definition of horror? I, I was sort of all encompassing. I, and I, I, I know a lot of people, some like prefer the subgenres of it. Uh, a lot of people do mm-hmm. like slashers. Um, but now I was just curious. And, and I, as I segueing into American Horror Story Apocalypse here, I was curious if, if you were a fan of the show before your episode. Uh, I, I was also very impressed with the show. I haven't watched every season all the way through. I love Coven. I'm a big witches fan. Yeah. And I love Jessica Lang. I think she's incredible. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Right. So I love that one. I think Murder House was the first one. That one was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my two um, I watched the Lady Gaga one because I, I really like her. Hotel. Yeah. I yeah. thought, I thought so she did I, great. I haven't watched... I haven't watched every season, but okay. I, I have been a fan of the show and I definitely am also a fan of Versace and uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. I just think Ryan Murphy is incredible. Yes. And his mind is, is amazing to me. It's very, very impressive yeah. what he's able to do and the way that he comes at stories that's so different. And I really honestly am a fan of anything that is different and that's telling stories in a way that you haven't seen before. Right. I agree. Um, so tell me about, I just want to kind of go through the process here then of, of your mm-hmm. experience with American Horror Story as far as like the audition. And uh, was this something that went through your agent and you you heard about it and you're like, yeah, I definitely want to try that because I am a huge Ryan Murphy fan. Yeah, well, my, my manager sent it to me the day before the audition. So like the night before the audition, she sent it to me and, you know, just always they always say like, are, are you available? And uh, right. my, my manager, Debbie, Debbie Britt, she's incredible. And so she sent me the, she sent me the audition. And then I was like, of course I'm available. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I got really scared though, because I, I'm doing a play right now too, um, called famous. And, and we have those show every Saturday and Sunday, but at that time we were doing Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And so at first, uh, when they asked me for my availability, I got really nervous because I was like, uh, I'm not available Friday. <laughs> and I guess that's a big filming day for them. So I was like, it's really going to be unfortunate. Um, but no, so she sent me the audition and then I went in and auditioned. The, the people that cast it are incredible. And um, I went in and auditioned for them. And the auditions are, the sides are usually different that you're auditioning with because the show it's, in, it's incredibly like private um, they don't like yeah. to give out right obviously especially because with that show in particular you can't know what's going to happen next Correct. you know so yeah. they're very very good at keeping that private um so your audition sides are always different than the actual script so, um, what, so, so i didn't really know what i was going to be playing and, and but, uh, i auditioned mm-hmm. yeah i was just curious oh, i was gonna say i auditioned and they called me back like an, a couple hours after I auditioned nice, and said that, um, you know, they call it what they do is they call it, they pin you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that basically you're their first choice. You probably already know all this, but that's okay. So I want to hear, I want to hear all about it. I want I'm details. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this sounds really boring when it's coming out of my mouth. No, no, but. I promise you it is not. It's fascinating. <laughs> they uh, they pin you, and I actually had an, another audition I was at um, when my manager called, and she called twice, and I'm sure she was like, what could you possibly be doing right now? That yeah. is more important. Um, but uh, I always turn off my phone in auditions and in when I'm filming because it distracts me. Yeah, oh yeah, that's smart. Well, and I just feel like, how can you look at your phone and stay in the mindset of the person that you've created and the world that you've created and then look at your phone and go back into your own world? Mm -hmm. It's just, to me, it's not, it's, it's not, um, not giving everything that you can to the truth of that moment. So I turn my phone off, but, um, they pinned me and then I went to, you know, you have to be approved by the producers and, and everything. And so then they put me on hold and, um, and then I found out when I was going to be filming and it was that really early in the morning, which mm-hmm. was so funny because I, I had, was doing the play on the weekends and then I filmed this during the week. So I went from, you know, starting at 5 p.m. on the play to starting at 5 a.m. Oh, on wow. American Horror Story. And my body was just <laughs> all kinds of confused. Uh, did you get a, a, a during like reading the sides and like both auditions, did you get any idea of what, what the scene was going to be like at any point? Or I mean, what what subject matter was the audition like? Um, Not really. I mean, it was a really short, it was a really short audition. I don't know if I'm really allowed to say no, like what was on it. Sure. But um, yeah. it was a really, it was just like a one pager, you know, and right. So it was fun and I, I enjoyed doing it, but it was, to me, I didn't, I didn't really have a clue what the difference was going to be, but I think that that's really fun. I like creating new people and new worlds. So, oh, definitely. and then obviously I watched, I watched the show before I filmed because I felt like that was important. Okay. So did your episode air or shoot while the, the show mm-hmm. was still, um, while the season started or they just, they shot everything before the season Aired. No, no, no. We shot it. We shot it while the season was airing. Interesting. And that, then my episode that I was in uh, aired on Halloween. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. probably it. Helps them keep things under lock and key as well if they're able to create. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, create while they're already airing. Um, I'm sure. Your your scene. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is with Evan Peters, uh, Sarah Paulson, and uh, Billy Eichner. And yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine, I mean, cause they're all, mm-hmm. you're all fantastic performers. I imagine mm-hmm. that was probably, um, fun when the cameras weren't rolling. And then, uh, are they, are they the type of performers who are, are sort of, um, in character the whole, the whole time or. Um, well, no, Evan and I were actually playing ping pong <laughs> while, uh, in between takes because there was a, there was a ping pong table in the background, yeah. um, of that scene specifically. And, and there was a pool table too. And so we were playing ping pong, uh, while, you know, while they were setting up the shot. So sure. it was very fun. And, um, I was, I was so nervous because I specifically Sarah Paulson, I think is just one of the most Incredible. talented actors yeah. that is working right now. And, you know, really that I've seen in a really long time. And so I was so nervous to work with her because, you know, when you, and when you admire someone's work to me, like there's not really much in my life that I admire more than a, a brilliant artist. Mm-hmm. So when, 
when you're, you know, meeting someone and you're going to work with someone who you admire that much, who does, you know, the same thing that you are passionate about and have been passionate about since you were a child, uh, you know, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. And so um, I was super nervous, but she was really, really cool and, and very, just really easy to work with and very much, you know, express like, oh, let's try this or like, let's try like both her and Evan and, and Billy, all, all of them. Um, it's a very fun environment and Brad directed it. And it was just, there was a lot of um, ability to try new things and, and to, you know, like, oh, what if we do this here? Mm-hmm. And like, okay, what, you know, and I, I specifically love that. Right. Um, love that kind of environment, love working in that kind of environment. So they were all very, very nice on top of which I just really appreciated their artistic um, qualities of, of really being in the moment and, and trying new things. And first, you know, the whole actor thing of like first time, every time and right. all, any cliche you want to use to call it, but it, it really is truly a gift when you're working because it causes you to have genuine and truthful reactions. If the people around you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I, I did a scene with Cody. Cody was in the second scene I was in Cody Fern and he was exactly the same. He was totally open to whatever and, and wanted to try new things and wanted to know what, like what you as an actor need, which is really nice when you're working with people that are, you know, regulars on a show that, you know, you just have a little co-star and they care to make sure that they're giving you anything that you need, you know? And I, I have a great amount of respect for that. Yeah. I was going to ask and how much of, uh, the scenes you're in or the show, um, now that, you know, uh, allow improvisation? Um, uh, well, a lot of it, it, they obviously, you know, they're very much a script. The script is yeah. in, in our scene. It was very funny. Uh, yeah. Those wigs. Hilarious. I mean, and Evan and Billy yeah. are wearing these wigs that I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's inspired by like a dumb and dumber thing, but it was pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they got that either, but I, I, they were pretty funny in them. Um, but no, I think everyone really there is there to create art and they're for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and they're because they believe in the show and they believe in the power of, of art and the message. And so it was very much an environment like that, you know, like, um, there wasn't really any like, no, we can't try that or no, I don't want you trying that. Or it was very, very, uh, open to artistic creation. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but even the, even like everyone around the show was like that. Like the cost, like I, I had a, a costume fitting the night before and they were so fun. Yeah. Like the woman, the woman that did mine specifically, like she was incredible. And like, we talked for hours about like just life stuff. And yeah. while we're talking, we're like trying on, you know, different. like, well, what do you think of this? Like, would you like this? You know, mm-hmm. well, you know, we were just like, she was like literally walked in the room and was like, let's just play. That's so fun. And it was amazing. She was allowing um, your character to, to almost be able to pick out your character's outfit, um, which is, that's an amazing thing to be able to be a part of. Um, did <laughs> At any point while you're doing like costuming and, and makeup, did they have to take into consideration that the set you were working on, there was a, um, is it a hole that you, you, you kind of emerged from under the desk? <laughs> Yeah. Well, we talked about that. Um, you know, my feeling about that is like, I'm pretty comfortable in the sense of, um, you know, if it's true, it's true. If it's real, it's real. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't personally have an issue with it. Um, I thought it was hilarious and I thought that Sarah's line in the scene, uh, when she says just, just the self degradation is yours. (laughs) Yeah. I, 
I love that. No, it was a great scene. Did you did you know in the script that it, and it says? Yeah, I mean, I don't. You probably didn't have much time between reading the script and seeing the actual set. Mm-hmm. Just kind of curious if it says um, your character emerges or crawls out of. I don't remember what it That's says okay. to be honest, but I think it was like the wording alone was pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that was what was going to be happening. Sure, sure, sure. Um no. But like I, I mean again, like everyone on the set is incredible, so they were really really nice about making sure that I was very comfortable. Yeah. Like they even That's good. like in all of the scenes, I mean in this in the second scene where I you know burst into flames and die, like I was just running and then wanting to just fall to my knees and you know the the guy that was on set specifically for stunts he's like i can't just let you fall to your knee like you have to put on knee pads yeah and for me like i'm so used to working with people who aren't that considerate like that sure they're just like here uh, um, you need to fall down now right right and sorry also i misspoke i remember her line earlier was just a self-abasement is yours but i thought that was hilarious yeah, it was no. my favorite line in the whole episode um so good but yeah, they were incredibly, incredibly conscious of making sure that physically I was comfortable and, and safe. That's so good. And I'm really not that good at making sure that I'm physically safe. So it was good probably to have someone there because I would, I would just throw myself down if that was what the scene called for because I have so much fun just living in that of course. world. Yeah. Um, I yeah. was going to uh, segue into the whole uh, effect um, and kind of, because it looked amazing. It looked one minute you're there, the next minute you're bursting into flames. Was it, um, yeah. did they have to like put all those like green screen markers on you like to to track anything? Or was it just like, okay, and your character's here and then in a moment you're gone. So <laughs> I, I feel like my answer to this is going to be really boring because I have no idea what they did. Oh, no, that's they, I know what too. they told me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's, I know what they told me to do, which is just like to run to a specific spot and pause there and then scream and then fall. Um, but I, I have no idea how they did it. Cause there was wasn't, a- you know, like a whole separate green screen. There wasn't a whole separate room right. within the same room we shot. And it was really impressive. Yeah. No, no wardrobe change. I, I don't know what they did. Right. Mm-mm. That's so it was, impressive. It was incredible. That's why I had to ask about it. Cause it looked so good. I was, like, how long did you have to stand yeah. there? And did, did they have to shoot it over and over just so they could then remove you? And, and Not, Wow. No, they didn't. And so, I mean, it was, yeah, it was my, my family wasn't a big fan of it, but my family is waiting until I do a romantic comedy, which <laughs> I'm just not sure if that's going to happen. <laughs> do you want to do a romantic <laughs> comedy? Is that something you're interested in? Do I want to? Yeah, do you want to? Um, listen, uh, my... My artistic choices don't don't throw my family in that sense. Like <laughs> right now I'm doing a play that's about, uh, you know, the industry and, and the way that children have been treated in the industry. And so it's, mm-hmm. you know, basically about um, not just children, but women and, and men and young men and young women and abuse about, and... Um, yes, yeah, and sexual abuse yeah, and, yeah. and uh, drug abuse and a, a lot of, of that is in it because I think what's misunderstood a lot of times is these artists have these drug overdoses and people think, well, how could I mean, you have everything and that's just not true. Um, money is not everything. And a lot of these people, especially that started as actors as children 
have been through a lot. Right. And, and there is no semblance of understanding, it seems, from other people what they've been through. And I don't think most people know. I mean, we just really now are starting to talk about the Me Too movement. And as incredible as that's been for women, I think a lot of people don't realize that there are a lot of men that that's happened to, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that so, like- so that's, you know, basically what the play is about. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I'm producing a, a documentary about um, homeless teenagers, um, which is extraordinarily heartbreaking because there's I think 1.8 uh, million children on the street. Wow. Um, 5,000 of them die every year. Right. And I was just going to ask you, and, that sounds amazing. Is your, um, it's not just about Los Angeles then? No, no. I mean, I take the, the, it takes place in Los Angeles, mainly Venice and, and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's not just about that. It's just well, the way it started is, um, the guy that I work with, Michael Leone, he's, he's the director and writer of the play I'm in and he wrote and directed another play I was in, but he, he's the one that made the documentary. And, uh, it started because he had written this rock musical about homeless kids. And, um, and these, these homeless children came to see it, um, just off the street. Cause he always had this thing or he would buy anyone's ticket who was homeless. And, um, and they came to see it. And then one of them died in the exact same way that the girl in the play dies. Wow. And then shortly after and the other the other girl that kept coming every night, she died. And so he wanted to make a PSA. And then once he got out there, he realized it was there was so much more than just a PSA. So um, it's about the, the kids in the movie and their story. And, you know, a lot of these kids, they don't really stand a chance. But I think what's the most heartbreaking to them is people just assume that they're out there because either they want to be or they're on drugs. And right. that's just not true. No. And it, it's so not true that it's actually disgusting to me that so many people are just so convinced of that because it allows them to write them off. Mm -hmm. And you know, the best thing that you can do is even if you don't have money is just look someone in the eye and say, I don't have money. Treat them like a human being. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't, I mean, people don't take into consideration the fact that not everyone grew up in a perfect home. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people that work in, in these shelters and, and these different places and, um, that are foster parents that are absolutely incredible and amazing and selfless, but there also are a lot of people that don't and that aren't that way. And right. um, I think for us as as, as just a, a nation, it's just unacceptable to me that there are that many children under the age of 18 on the street and we're just doing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So that my sounds- family know that they're, they're waiting for a romantic comedy. Do I have an interest in that? Not, not really. I mean, I, I yes, yeah, sure. I, I would love to do one. But what I really have an interest in is, is art that I think actually moves people. Yeah. Or, or informs and, them. Yeah. It sounds like you're, you're putting out some, yeah. some really great art that is, um, um, that people need to see. Yeah. Well, I've just been very lucky to get the opportunities that I have gotten to, um, and to have, you know, groups of people, whether it's, casting directors or managers or, or directors, um, believe in me. That's and, and I think that that is, has made me very, feel very fortunate and grateful. Uh, that's really great. Um, what, uh, what, what, what other upcoming projects do you, do you have in the, in the works? Um, well, I'm, I'm doing that play is actually, it's still going. So, uh, it, we started in July Wow. and it's still running and we have every intention of trying to make, theater in LA, uh, what theater is in New York or London. Um, it's difficult because a lot of people don't, they don't really 
think theater is at the same level in LA. So that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and so that play has been running since then. And it's going to, um, I think we're going we're gonna to take a break for Christmas and then it's going to start back up again at the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the documentary, it's, um, it's called American Street Kid. We're premiering that in Westwood in a couple of weeks. So on the 29th of November, that's premiering. And, um, and then it's going to be opening in theaters. Um, they're actually doing one in Chicago. Great. A screening there. Um, but the, and then I think we're going to travel in January with that film. Um, we have uh, some of the kids that are, are, you know, prominently featured in the movie um, go to the screenings with us. That's really and, great. And yeah. answer a lot of questions that people have. You know, because it's, it's hard. It's a hard movie for people to watch. People think that they know what's happening, but they really don't. And so a lot of people watch it. I mean, I, I went to a screening. It was just like a pre-screening recently. Um, and I watched everyone watching it with their hands on their face. And after the film, they were just crying. Yeah. And, and they didn't really know what to do. And they, like the main question that we get asked is like, what can I do? Right. right. Um, so I think important to me uh to create any art that causes people to want to change for the better that's fantastic um and being able yeah so that's the i was just gonna say and being there with with your film and then being able to to provide information for for people after the film who who don't know what to do and to be able to put them in the right direction or um or have the, Mm -hmm. the kids answer questions that's that's really amazing um, well, I've never actually produced before. This is my first time producing. Oh, and how are you enjoying that? <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah. At first I was, it was difficult at first because I'm, so I'm doing the play and I'm doing, you know, filming some other things. And then, and then I'm, you know, trying to be on the phone and, and coordinate all of yeah. these things. And, and, uh, at first I was getting very overwhelmed. Sure. Um, and then I, I kind of figured out like if, if I, for example, like if I'm filming or if I have the play that night, then I have to turn my phone off and step out of that because I was that trying role, to kind yeah. of do it at the same time and yeah. it wasn't working and it wasn't fair to the roles that I was doing. That's true. Uh, but, but I love it. I mean, to me, it's, it, it, I don't know, like it's, I love acting and I will always, acting will always be my first and, and my biggest love. Um, but some stories just, I, feel so passionately about that. I mm-hmm. feel honored to be a part of them in any way I can be. Yeah. And this was, this was one of them. So it's, it's definitely different. I, I like it in a different way. It's like, I feel like it's the other half of my brain that I yeah. use for it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's a good way of, of describing it. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I feel so weird, like not able to ask about you. In <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Like, so what are you working on? Yeah. Uh, this, uh, I'm doing this. Uh, I've got a couple podcasts. I've got, I just like, I just like talking That's to people cool. and, and finding out what, what people are working on. And, um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I strongly, uh, love horror. I, I, that's why I'm building up a small production company here in Chicago and creating short content and hopefully. Congratulations. Someday. Thank you. Um, yeah, just finding, um, Finding my own path through uh, horror and horror comedy, sort of blending those two as well. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds cool. Well, we'll shoot something when you're in Chicago. Okay, great. <laughs> that sounds great. I, I listen. I love working with people who love art. Yeah. Love same. Art. Same. Um, well, but I. Can't, that's awesome. Congratulations on the company. Thank you, and congratulations to you. Uh, 
really loved your work uh, in this episode. I hope to see more of your stuff soon and uh, would love to work with you. Bottom line. <laughs> Thank you. I would love that too. I know. I remember I, I always thought you were so cool in, uh, when I was there at Second City. Well, thank you. You were just, you were so like genuine and (laughs) and kind and I didn't really know anyone. So I was like, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for saying that. I was so nervous because I had never done improv and I, I was thought I was really horrible at it. And that's why I was taking the classes. Cause I was like, okay, well, clearly this is the area that I'm the worst at. Well, uh, everybody, especially starting off doing improv, everybody has those moments where they think they're, they're, they're not doing it right or they're horrible, but it's, uh, yeah. Just like anything else. Stressful. Yeah, it's stressful. You just got to keep doing it. I have it. a lot of respect for people that get up there and do improv every night. It's stressful. Yeah. yeah, it is. But it's also fun. <laughs> it's also a lot of fun in a weird way to be stressful and fun. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so I much. I some of the improv shows here. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. yeah I, no, no, no. I haven't been to LA in a long time, but the last time I was there it was when um, IO West was still around. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the last time. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. When they have a, what is it, Citizens, Upright Citizens? Yeah, they've got UCB there. There's a second city out there in in Hollywood as well. Um, Yeah, I've been to both of those. They're both really great. Yeah, yeah. There's there's just a, sounds like there's a lot of comedy going out, uh, improv comedy going on out there, which is fun. And I think LA LA is interesting because it's not really like Chicago or New York in the sense that um, it's really not as easy to get people to go to stuff. Well, yeah. it, it's um, it's a, a driving city, so I mean, it's it's that ex- I know. It's that extra and it, I step. get it. It's miserable in the car, <laughs> and I get that totally. But it's still important to support artists. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, but if, if it's scattered around, it's going to be like if you live on one side of the hill, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get your. I mean, and there's theater on both sides. There's theater all over LA, so I mean, it's a matter. It's a matter if it works out with people's schedule, I guess. Right. But I mean, I also get it, especially on a weeknight. I think it's even, even harder because people have just spent two hours in the car driving home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's very difficult to convince them. Like you should get back in the car and spend another hour driving to this show. <laughs> but after the it's show, worth it traffic. Once you're there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then the right. traffic. Right. But I get down. it. Well, when you come out to LA next, you'll have to let me know. Definitely. And we'll go see some shows. Please, and then when you're in Chicago, take you to shows, and and, uh, and we'll try to shoot something. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be. I look forward to that. That'd be fun. Cool. Well, thank you again. This was this is really great. And um, of course, thank you for. And then we'll we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay, that's it. Another episode wrapped. If you enjoyed it, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving us a review. And uh, we will see you soon. <laughs>